0: Sharing with me, Tawny, and her mom, Maria. Welcome to your new safe space where there's no such thing as TMI. Hey, girl.
1: Hey, girl. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good. (laughs) I'm hot. It is hot. I'm tired. Tired. Um. But I'm working off-site, and I was I'm meeting say, a lot of new people. A lot of new people.
0: You're at a different campus this week.
1: I am than a new campus usual. that merged, and I am enjoying it. Yeah, I'm not enjoying driving again.
0: I commuting sucks.
1: Yeah, I got stuck at the bridge today. I don't know what was happening, but I just wiggled my little jeep in there, and Sometimes then finally, I, yeah, I was annoyed, but
0: yeah,
1: I, I used guess to
0: hate when we lived in Philadelphia, and I would work in New Jersey. My schedule was so weird, and I would hate, like, I'd get stuck at the Tycone Bridge at 7, 8 o'clock at night. Just be stuck And there I never knew what it meant to get stuck minutes.
1: at the Tycone Bridge until today. You mean, like, really stuck? Like, yeah, like I was stuck by myself. <laughs> no radio, no one to talk to. Oh,
0: I've been in some, yeah. oh, no radio, I forgot you don't have a radio record. your
1: car. <laughs> So I went on TikTok, and I just watched all the crazies. I loved it. Oh,
0: now your Geico app's going to be mad at you for being on your It phone. already
1: made an announcement yesterday. Mm, Uh, that you're a bad driver ruin your streak Mm, Mm. bad driver put your phone down (laughs) for real that's that's what they say put your phone down oh I believe it I couldn't have that app I know
0: I got pulled over once (laughs) because I got pulled over once and he's like I saw you you know with your phone in your hand you know texting driving and I didn't have like the balls to tell him that I was actually looking up Mariah Carey's all I want for Christmas (laughs) and trying to play it on Spotify that's why my phone was in my hand (laughs) that's good i wasn't actually i do
1: see because i'm on tiktok i do see a lot of people getting pulled over and and the cops are like i have you on camera on your phone literally their phone is in their hand i wasn't on my phone (laughs) so i do have to laugh and it is the geico app is a pain in the butt but i say 30 percent.
0: i know well at this point our phones are in our hands so often we probably can say that they're not and not even realize that it's really yeah actually in our hand
1: Mm -hmm. it's like when you lose your glasses and they're on your head yeah, yeah that keys in your pocket, you can't find them. Or keys in your hand and you can't find them. That's me. Isn't that the best?
0: Mm-hmm. I do that shit all the time. I lose
1: stuff that's literally on my person. I do need to get something in my car, though, to hold my phone.
0: Yeah, one of those sticky guys?
1: The one I threw away, yeah, that isn't working no, anymore. He's no longer sticky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that does defeat half the purpose. Um, you, speaking of TikTok, because everyone knows how much you love that. I love it. You came to me with a video you saw recently that I happened to see on Twitter. Um, if you want to explain the McDonald's scenario, because this I'm had lost. you hooked up. Remember, the baby daddy came with the McDonald's.
1: Oh, okay. No, that's not how it went. Mom has four children. Yes. By different dads. Yes. That right. Is how right. <laughs> she called this one father and said, hey, so and so's hungry. You need to bring him food. But remember, I've got three other children. And I realized later that this was actually, um...
0: See, on Twitter, they never show her calling or anything. They just show him showing up with McDonald's for his child. And then her freaking out that he didn't also get food for her other three children that are not... Correct. ...his children. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, a big back and forth. From what I saw on Twitter, it was, like, a big back and forth of people debating
1: what is right and what is wrong. Who's in
0: the right and who's in the wrong. And Mm -hmm. as you're saying, you found out later that they were, it was a social experiment on their end anyway. Like this Mm -hmm. wasn't actually something that took place. This couple, well, they used to be a couple, I guess, decided to see, you know, what will happen? How will people
1: react if we, if we
0: pose this specific problem?
1: And of course, there's a whole bunch of people who think the guy was right in only Mm -hmm. bringing food for one child Mm -hmm. and there were a whole bunch of people who agreed with him and said yeah those other three kids aren't his right there are other people that said you know i probably wouldn't have brought mcdonald's if i wouldn't have had enough money to get it for everybody i would have stopped picked up food so it really depends on the person the
0: person the situation for sure yeah i saw someone say like why not why can't he invite his kid out to the car
1: That's a good idea as well. Take his son out for a little bit. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Well, I honestly don't know. Because as far as I have two baby daddies per se, you know what I mean? But one wasn't, I didn't really have a lot of communication. So if I would have had to do that, if I wouldn't have had a man living with me and I would have had to ask one man for something and he wasn't able to provide that for the second one. I probably would have been angry at everybody. <laughs> but I don't really know because I wasn't in that situation. Right. But looking at it, I wanted to think that that other father should have bought for everybody. But then when I stepped back and thought, you don't know his finances. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's tough.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's definitely tough. I think anytime... I mean, it's hard to give one child something and not other children. Period.
1: No matter who their father is. Yeah. yeah.
0: But also that responsibility shouldn't fall on everyone else. Like I, so here's another one. So your child's birthday, right? Your child's birthday should be about that specific child whose birthday it is. One hundred percent. Okay. I know of families who give a gift to the child whose birthday it is not because just, I guess, you know, to, to like minimize upset or let them know that they're acknowledged as well. And like, I'm not a fan, not a fan either. <laughs> i him. think you need to teach the child whose birthday it's not that you sometimes it's not also. about you mm-hmm. and but when it is about you it'll be about you mm-hmm. i don't like i understand that kids can be young and they get upset but i these are these are the teachable moments they are do you know what i mean like and the teach, way you
1: start it is the way it's going to continue it's always going to go mm-hmm.
0: and then hold on one second whoops <laughs> sorry that was my fault i had a <laughs> i had a uh a sound complaint. Yeah. <laughs> I had a sound complaint, but now I feel better. But have you ever seen, well, there was that one famous, well, famous, it went viral video where the girl blew out the other girl's candles. Do you remember that? And she was like real pissed and like grabbed her hair. Mm-hmm. But when you see kids jump in and open each other's gifts or try to blow each other's candles out, and then mm-hmm. they always, like, I feel like people get more upset with whose purse the birthday it is. It's like, oh, well, share, you know, share your day. And it's like, but why?
1: I agree. <laughs> I do.
0: Why should I have to? <laughs>
1: and and it, and I'm sure you had to deal with that a lot as a kid because it was always it was so much easier to get you to stop doing something, right? Than it was my brother. Yeah. Yeah. So of course it takes less energy to tell you to chill to chill than it does to tell him to chill. Yeah. But not that I think it's right.
0: No. No, and I think if you had, you know, the knowledge you have now, you would have approached it differently, you know, but you were doing what you were doing with what you had. So. I would have
1: definitely approach it differently.
0: <laughs> but I agree. I definitely think that um, patience and selflessness, like these are things that can be taught to smaller children. They're really just sponges. That's why I think it's weird when people try to limit the conversations you have with your kid and you're like those aren't adult conversations but then you let them watch the sandlot or you let them watch grease you let them watch hocus pocus where they openly talk about virginity and i'm like "Uh, i don't understand so you can't have open dialogue with your children but you can put them in front of these movies that are going to open up all these conversations of things that they're not going to understand and then you're not going to talk to them about it
1: (laughs) not in, in and on top of that All the conversations we have as adults in a separate room thinking that they can't hear. They're listening. That they don't know what's going on. They're nosy as shit. Yeah. (laughs) I was, at least. Imagine that. But they don't know what it means. Right.
0: Right. So then you have to make it up. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how confusion comes into play. That's how misunderstandings come into play.
1: Like, I didn't realize every time I answered the phone and said, no, he's not here when he's sitting at the table. Or just lie in general about something on the phone. You guys were listening, and I you never knew about I that. was freaking lying. That's true. It was You're a right. lie. Remember the guy that kept <laughs> harassing and harassing about lawyer things? And I was well, like, yeah, I just... But
0: that's funny, though. That's yeah, that one known. was funny. Yeah. That one
1: was funny. But, um, yeah, like, we just tell them I'm not home. Yeah. Y- you know what I mean? As innocent as that is, is we're teaching them to tell a fib.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we start so young manipulating children, and we don't even realize it. Like, of course, today I was binging teen mom because why wouldn't i and there's a scene where the one father has his daughter so he has two kids by two different moms so he has his toddler daughter call the mother of the younger daughter and be like oh when can i see paisley and she's like what the fuck you know what i mean like she had already texted him and said no you can't see her today so he had the other he had the sister call so now she has to explain to a four-year-old like, no, you can't see your sister because your dad's a fucking idiot. Do you know That's what I mean? Shame. And for him, it's like
1: he, he he's wrong. Yeah,
0: for him, it's like, wow, what an asshole! You're not even going to give a straight answer to a four-year-old, and it's like, no, you're an asshole. You don't see that what the you're four-year-old doing. shouldn't have been asking the four-year-old the question. shouldn't even know any of this. Mm-hmm. Like, and if she's going to be a part of it, then have full conversations with her. Like, really explain to her why you can't see your other daughter, but you can't do that because that would include you telling the truth, mm. being and accountable. Want to do that? Imagine that. <laughs> Ooh, oh my gosh. That was me. Was it? I thought it was me. No, it was me. We're having some technical difficulties today. <laughs> I hope your volume wasn't all the way up if you're in your car. Because that was... That's... My fault. A little... uh, That was my foot. <laughs> that's a little bang to the ears. For sure. <laughs> We're falling <Sorry>. apart. Oopsie. <laughs> We're falling apart for sure. Yeah. I uh, Accountability is huge. I don't even know where to start with that because especially in our current climate, there's just so many ways,
1: but it's, but it's everywhere. You know, it's, it's in every job you're in lack of accountability Yeah. and it, it, it's, it's brutal. And it is hard for the people who do accept accountability, you know, and try to work through that, whether you're working or it's in a family and you know, people don't accept accountability or own up to anything. I don't even
0: think people know what it means to take accountability. I think people think that if they apologize for something, that's taking accountability.
1: That's apologizing. That's
0: apologizing for something. Like, without, I mean, I guess an apology can be the same way, but without change behavior, without effort to fix, you know, what was done wrong, or even just saying, like, yes, I did this, period. Like, Mm -hmm. no but, no explanation of why it happened, no, like, oh, please be empathetic towards my situation of why this went this way. Just like, no, I did this period and like that can be really hard sometimes because we're conditioned to want to explain ourselves and want to let everyone know like i'm doing my best you know i was just having this conversation with one of my girlfriends she's been really struggling um just with her healing like she feels like she gets triggered by certain things and she's like i should have been past that already why is that bothering me so much Mm. and one of the things that we were talking about i actually thought of you because i'm like my mom struggled with that too i was like carrying like this this ball of anger with you do you know what I mean like I'm a badass I need the world to know that I'm a badass I want everyone to know that I persevered I need everyone to notice that I've been struggling my fight is hard and I get that I get that need to like not come off soft like you want the world to know you've put up a fight to get where you've gotten you know Mm -hmm. like you don't want to, to just but I but I feel like we all have so I feel like such a big part of healing is being able to let that go and realizing that you can give yourself the validation like the shit that I went through was really really hard and I worked really hard to get out of it and I had to transform who I was and change my thought processes like you have to be able to give yourself that validation because if you're constantly looking for it elsewhere you're going to stay you have to stay angry to hold on to those moments that make you feel like a badass Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah instead of just getting to a place where you are like I'm a badass I've done all these things and I'm still going it could be for anything. It doesn't have to be badassery, but <laughs> badassery. I yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, I do like that. Um, I get that. Um, I think sometimes that can be confused with like putting up a wall. Yeah, you know, like a thinking, okay, I have to stay in this zone so no one can cross that boundary again, and that is what I suffered with. Yeah, you know, what I mean that I just kept a freaking wall up, blocking everything.
0: I think the thing that's interesting though, because I've done this too. I don't know if you'll agree, but we say that and we keep these walls up, but we're still allowing the same behaviors over and over again. Do you know what I mean? Like, most. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can think of times where I'm like, yeah, I really put my wall up with that person. And I'm like, but I'm still answering every phone call and giving mm. them money and bending over backwards right. for their situation or spending my time worrying about, you know, how to make their life better, different things like that. Like, mm. it's such healing is just such a process and it's especially hard if you find yourself around people who aren't doing that at all.
1: Right. Which they don't is, even
0: yeah. try. That I think that's that's like the point of my life I'm in now. I'm dealing with I don't want to say like people who have to be on my level because I'm not trying to imply that it's an actual level like steps. Like I'm up here and you're down here because we haven't done the same work. That's mm-hmm. not what I mean. But I do want to have conversations and be involved with people who are able and willing to take accountability and can also reflect on their own actions with an honest view. Right. And can have open communications that don't, you know, blow up or go sour or feel like someone's being
1: passive. I'm struggling with that right now. Um, in my family, which you're aware, you know, throughout the past year. Yeah. Um, and it's hard.
0: It is hard. And I think a lot of people can relate to, You know, my grandmother died, so that was huge for our family, and that's really when things kind of fell apart. I mean, I don't feel like they fell apart, Mm -hmm. but I mean, in the sense of the scope of looking from the outside, I guess that's what you could call it. That's when things really started to unravel. I don't know if it's like Graham was gone, and then everybody was ready to just rip the veil off, or... I feel like people maybe had perceptions of what family was. And then once Graham was gone, we were able to face the reality of what it's actually supposed to feel like. I'm not sure. I think it's a lot of, it's probably different for everybody involved.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, it was definitely, it hit me hard and in some strange ways. My mom in, in a sense did hold the family together. Right. But in another sense, you know, there was that, toxicity because yeah. of what she learned what she lived and we all got that and I just got to a place where I can't I don't want to be around and I will not be around people who I feel uncomfortable with I agree with whether that. it be your not your political views because people can have political views and I can have I've had conversations with many people. This of is a the different confusion. Let's political yeah. view. I mean behaviors. Well no,
0: let's clear this up real quick <sighs> because I'm sick of the confusion. Like people wanna say that things like abortion and black lives matter and trans rights and things like that are political. And it's like in a it's sense. Not. In a sense they are because it requires us to support certain um Politicians that are for certain things because if we vote the other way, then we could lose these rights, basically, you know, in, in the simple form. But these things aren't political because if you consider human rights, like if you're a racist, if you're a homophobe, like that's not political to me, your morality's fucked. Right. But that also happens to be tied to my politics because right now the rights of all those groups of people are on the chopping block, and okay. that's what it comes down to. So people are like, "Oh, you've lost friends over politics." No, I've lost friends because I figured out that they were fucking racist and hateful. That's why I lost certain friends, Correct. you know. And I'm it's not even lost you didn't them. Lose them. No, I've just separated myself slowly. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, right. ooh, I don't, I don't want that right. in my life mm-hmm. personally, you know. But Correct. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just. Okay that's something that like I I see all the time is people want to confuse the whole pot like it, it it's not politics if you don't believe that certain people don't deserve rights but it is tied into our politics.
1: <laughs> yeah and I am past the point of that's family. Yeah. You know that that's your. Whatever. Right. It it for me I don't know if it's my age I don't know if it's.
0: Well I'm younger than you and I'm feeling it too It's girl.
1: after you know I don't know what it is that where 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 my change came in at yeah. or my tolerance level.
0: <laughs> I don't think it's that I think I think a lot of us are learning more about what appropriate behaviors look and feel like and we are taking a good look at things we've experienced in our past and realizing that a lot of things that we've been exposed to weren't fair. And I don't mean fair in the sense of like unjust. But I think a lot of people tolerated things like, you know, abuse, verbal, physical, mental, emotional, gaslighting, lying, maybe one of their parents was a cheater, you know, maybe one of their parents was an alcoholic, like people have endured awful shit, and truly believed, that's what it was supposed to be. You know, like, even on Twitter, I see a lot like people are like, it's unfortunate that we now call giving respect and showing compassion to your child gentle parenting. And, and that's
1: I'm, not what gentle parenting is. Well, it is. Like, what do you mean? Like, just giving respect is gentle parenting?
0: The point is, it's a shame that giving respect and always showing compassion it. to your child, which is what gentle parenting is, right. is that it even has a name. Because people, that's what you should have been treating your child. Like, so, yeah, gentle got- parenting shouldn't be like a new wave of how we're treating our children. Like, you should have always been treating your child this way because they too are a human. Do you know what I'm saying? Like people are like, I can't believe there's there's room to teach people to be kind to your child. Basically, like I'm thankful. I'm thankful that gentle parenting is a thing because I think a lot of people are like, oh shit, you know, we have been taught to do this wrong. But at the same time, it is a little sad.
1: (laughs) It's sad that the word gentle has to be put in there. Yeah, because we always should have been kind to our children. Yeah, we always should have kept our voice at a lower level we always should have i should have kneeled down so and and i realized that's a huge one i realized that one so much more and i find that my job like i had a truck driver come in the other day and he lost his shit yeah i just stepped back i wanted to verbally accost him of course just to stop him but i just completely stepped back you know what I mean and let him get it all out and then I realized it was a meltdown and it had nothing to do with me so I'm glad that I've learned to step back and not meet somebody with that same
0: Yeah but also that guy can't flip the fuck out.
1: He can't. Do you know what I mean like right. that's
0: like I feel like we so, put so much pressure He was pressure. lucky that it was me. We put he... so much pressure on our receptive behaviors that we forget to acknowledge what actually went on I think that's like a bigger
1: he came back in the next day and he apologized apologized, again yeah and I said I'm glad it was everybody has bad days don't get me wrong I said I'm glad it was here and I'm glad it was me because Mm -hmm. you needed that moment to let this out I said but you could have gotten a different reaction if I was a man Mm -hmm. well for real that's a whole other conversation but it I mean it it it's smooth now, and hopefully he never does it again. I don't. I mean, I want my office to be a safe place, but I wasn't sure how it was going to go down.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and, and I really didn't know what to say because he was wrong. I just was like, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, people do need to be better about their own actions, but sometimes you feel like you can't teach an old dog new tricks.
0: <laughs> and I think some people just aren't willing you know there are people who are watching things change and their families are changing and their children are changing and they're not interested. They want to do things the way they've always done things and I think what might be difficult for us is where I'm at my boundaries mean that if I do not want to be uncomfortable I'm just not going to be uncomfortable. And if that means that I no longer attend certain functions or that means I miss out on things, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything, you know. And I that's difficult too. I have people in my life who are like, oh, this person makes me feel X, Y, and Z. And every time they're around them, they come back to me with these you know, long lists of, of issues. And I'm like, just stop going. Just stop going. Like, Why are we doing this to ourselves? Just stop talking to that person. And then I feel like sometimes I come off as an asshole now because it's not that easy to cut people off trust me i fucking get that like i haven't talked to my dad in years i'm creeping up on a year of not talking to my brother that shit is painful mm-hmm. but at the same time there's a lot of shit that i don't have to deal with anymore when i
1: shouldn't have and to deal i should with have it.
0: never had to deal with it in the first place mm-hmm. and i think i struggle with that too because again men get so many more pardons and i know they're tired of hearing it but they do men get especially white men get so many more pardons and they get to just behave however they want and then when you react to them or you tell someone your story it's like oh well what did you do to upset them or they were already angry you shouldn't have been pushing th- their buttons mm-hmm. you know like i think about another one you and daddy always told me as a kid like you're a woman. If two men are, f- are fighting, you shouldn't get involved because mm-hmm. it can get dangerous and you can get hurt. Mm-hmm. Never, like, never any conversation about, like, two men shouldn't be fighting. Like, mm-hmm. let's not fucking hit each other mm-hmm. because my dad was in physical altercations all the time. And that's part of, like, that balance of where I said he did and said so many good things, but then he was also a hot mess. Right. You know, but it was always... My point is, like, I've been in situations where I've been out with my brother. I've tried to get involved to calm him down. I get hurt in in the process or something else happens and then it's like well you're a fucking idiot you shouldn't have been involved you're the problem and i'm like whoa you're fighting in bars you know but because i tried to intervene now i'm the problem right you get what i'm saying like i feel like so much Well, there was a
1: couple interventions that you made that were actually very helpful
0: (laughs) i don't even remember at this point (laughs) but yeah i
1: get that and and and
0: you know you give it i'm like i i I talked a long time for a smaller point but you get what i'm saying right (laughs) like we allow men to fight but if women get involved and try to de-escalate things it's like well now like then all the the anger turns
1: on the woman for getting involved. so what what was said to me from daddy was please never get involved when i'm fighting because i'm gonna get hurt worrying and about get you getting hit.
0: And I get that. But so, why was there never a point where he was like, "Hmm, maybe I should work on the fact that I'm fucking fighting everybody." Exactly. Instead of and and also, I used to say the same to my brother. Like, you want to go on and on about how much you care about me and what you'd be willing to do, to do to protect me, but then we're out together and you're getting into physical altercations with grown men. You're putting me in a really bad position. You know, and the same I've dated, you know, men too who get all fired up and they want to get real loud in bars and stuff like that and I remember a time where it was, like, so cool to have a man who would get fired up and protect you. And now I'm like, please stay away. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to be with anyone who's going to haul off and hit somebody. Mm -hmm. Because now I realize that made me more uncomfortable than anything. Like, it's just breaking all this shit down that you've been through is so fucking
1: weird. And, and even if you haven't been through a lot, there's still a point where people are just like, you know what? I don't want to deal with it. Who hasn't been through a lot though? I can't answer. I don't know anybody that's the else's thing. story. I feel like that's the point. Mm-hmm. That's
0: the fucking point. And so many people come at people like, I'm right. a real this. I went through, like, do you have any, like nobody has just cruised. Nobody has cruised. Even if they grew up with money, even if they had both of their parents, like nobody's cruising because everybody's getting their own amount of shit. Like, What's traumatic to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, even if somebody didn't go through physical abuse, that doesn't mean they didn't have a hard traumatic oh,
1: right. life.
0: Right. Right. But I think a lot of people, they avoid healing because they don't want to face the bad things that happened to them. But then they also don't want to get to a place of admitting that we're all kind of working with nothing. Right. We're all struggling. And I think that's tough with healing too, is because, when you accept that your parents were just doing, you know, the best they could with what they had, it does make that, like, I have a lot of friends who have a parent that they don't talk to because things were really bad. And it's like, it does make it more difficult. Cause then you're like, I have to accept, you know, that my dad didn't really have the tools and my dad had mental illness and my dad struggled with addiction. And these are all the things that contributed to him being a bad parent. So it's like, I have so much empathy for the fact that he didn't know what he was doing, but I also have to stay mad. Because he has no interest in changing those things. Right.
1: (laughs) And it's hard. His full lack of accountability. Mm, Well, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. That's hard stuff.
1: It is hard stuff. I did see a video that um, was pretty interesting. Um, It was a duet. So one guy is just sitting there and the other guy is kind of commenting on a woman that said that her... A man that said his wife has lost interest in, in him because of the baby. Okay. And that it's a damn shame that now all he can view her as is a mother. And that's... he's He cheated. Okay. And one of his reasons for cheating is oh, that... Lord she was not as much of a wife as she was a mother. What is that? And he tried to lay that on her. And, of course, there's this one woman who's absolutely amazing at just coming back and just throwing it at them, and then your mouth drops, you know, trying to explain to him, it's a shame that you referred to her as a wife instead of just wife and mother or a woman. A woman.
0: A whole-ass person. A woman.
1: You know what I mean? And I wonder how many relationships go through that. I know I did. Right. You know what I mean? I know I went through facts that... How can I even want to be around you if you're not helping me with anything? Yes. If you're coming into the house, throwing your stuff all, all over, chaos. you know, and, and, and just right and not helping with anything, then, yeah, I have to put my mom, my mom's stuff on first to take care of the kids. Right. Someone has to do it. It's just it's hard. Yeah. You know, it's relationships are hard. Relationships
0: are really hard. And I just feel like a lot of women are conditioned to think that they're just supposed to bear it. They're supposed to bear everything. They're supposed to bear the weight of the children, the home, have a job as well. You know, the schedules, the everything. And like, I know, again, I say this all the time. I'm talking as someone who is not married, who has no children. My views could change. I don't know. But if you have to literally dictate to your husband what is happening every day, what the fuck?
1: Right. If you, if you have, have to, leave to
0: remind him, him to feed your children,
1: or what school they like, go to, where to drop them off,
0: dealing with a fucking grown up. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand how we ever got to it. Now, granted, granted, my dad was the same fucking way, mm-hmm. but I don't know how he got to this place. Mm-hmm. Like that is not. He wouldn't have known
1: any of the cute. teachers, and names. then all
0: the jokes of like, oh, my husband must want sex because he's cooking for the kids. Like, oh, so your husband only feeds your children if he wants to get fucked. Like these jokes aren't funny to me. Like right. I don't, I don't know if people. And then I guess some people say that I'd be a buzzkill. I don't know. Maybe I'm taking the fun out of it. But I just feel like a lot of these are real relationships. They are. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's hard not Mm -hmm. to judge. Like, the ones where I know you're just doing this for content, what the fuck ever. But a lot of this is real relationship shit. That's why it's so relatable. That's why it has a million likes and views. Because somebody's looking at it going, ah, my husband can't fucking tie his own shoes either. That's so funny. Mm -hmm. Like...
1: But we end up taking on a burden that isn't ours. No. You know what I mean? And then people are like, well, why are you so tired? Why are you this? Well, not only did I work all day, mm-hmm. but then I came home and I did 9, 10.
0: As soon, like, as a nanny, I've watched it, you know, as soon as mom walks in the door, I could have my kids' needs met. There is nothing that they want, but the minute mom walks in the door, chaos. Everything. Oh, yeah. Shit mm-hmm. just like, she doesn't even get a moment
1: to be like okay I'm home and shit pops off it's funny because I watched another video oh, <laughs> and it was guys it was just a bunch of guys talking about um like it was construction guys and they were like oh yeah I, I put away a 30 pack you know on my way home from work and what I the hell? stop at the bar and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and he's like this is this is this and this is how we husbands and parents fathers do it and I'm like it's real nice for the wife because I was that wife. Yeah, I was that wife that was sitting home waiting for a drunk guy to come home. Yeah, I knew what was, was so going to happen.
0: Normalized. Oh yeah. What is what they always went to a bar normalizing to... alcoholic
1: men. <laughs> I don't know, and I did. Well, my father was an alcoholic,
0: and I have to say, you know, it's no secret that I smoke weed. I've like made the transition. I used to struggle with my drinking, and I don't know if that's because. The environment I grew I grew up in but I've said it many times like it's strange to me looking back now every single party every celebration everything centered around alcohol centered around the First adults.
1: birthday communion the adults in my life
0: getting drunk and then they would get Christmas, drunk yeah. and they'd put me in my car seat and they'd drive around with me while they're drunk so I don't blame them. obviously I made all of my own decisions but I do look at that and I look at the environment that a lot of you know people at least in northeast Philadelphia grow up with and I'm like Yikes, this is a slippery slippery slope and I struggled a lot with my drinking in my 20s and it's not even that I need to drink I was never in that position I just didn't know when to say when. Right. You know and I still struggle with that sometimes now if I decide to drink which is why I don't, you know. Right. I'm just someone who struggles with when to say when and it's not because I, you know, I need shit to get crazy. I'm just out and I'm having a good time. So then I have another one. But then before I realize it, I don't remember anything. I and can it, tell you, it if was I a long liked time
1: before I knew that was a problem, if I really liked the taste of alcohol, I probably would have been a drunk. <laughs> seriously. Do you know what I mean? I could have used some, I needed something. something.
0: Well, maybe, yeah. Yeah. But
1: you know, just wasn't, I'm probably glad it wasn't my thing.
0: Yeah. She, seriously. If you and daddy were both alcoholics, that would oh. have been a wild, it was already a wild house.
1: Yeah. Would have been even more
0: broke. Yeah. I think it's very <laughs> interesting that weed is like the evil drug and alcohol is like the normal american thing to do i find it very weird
1: yeah i watched another video of a republican senator saying that she said oh it's the marijuana look at all these it was all the shooters the mass shooters yeah the mass shooters are smoking marijuana never like and um, the girl popped in she's like the only thing i wanted when I was smoking marijuana, was a Big Mac. You
0: Susan. know what I mean, and You're it's lucky. just remember
1: Graham. Remember Graham thought that
0: my Graham also was under mm. well, under the impression that story is a little more personal. But yes, yeah, yeah, she, she was also yeah. under the impression that uh, someone close to her did some wild shit because of weed, and we had to let it her wasn't know weed. Like, it wasn't the weed. Sorry, Graham. Yeah, it wasn't the weed. It wasn't the weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I did see a tweet about. Was that one fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene? Because I hate that bitch. I have no problem saying that. I can't
1: even even keep up with that woman. I don't even understand her comments. I I, I can't. can't. Uh,
0: Getting nauseous. But I did see that, you know, people. Another thing that got blamed on women. Another fucking mass shooting done by a man. And fucking, I see it all. Well, it was fucking Tucker Carlson, which whatever. But I've seen it, you know, because of twitter social media of people are like well if women weren't so hard on men if women didn't make it so hard for men to be in relationships if women weren't like what the fuck's now it's our fault and then i saw people say like 98 percent of shootings or mass shootings are done by men and somebody was like in in 1989 linda blah 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 committed the first and i'm like do you hear yourselves so? though there's been how many how many men have committed mass shootings since linda you know what I'm saying? And you're so like, yeah, but
1: Linda, <laughs> like, it's just you're crazy. One hundred percent. But at least he took the time to do his research and Fine. had a date and a name. Because Fine. I am sick and tired of sitting here and watching interviews on TV and you at they they're literally asked a question and Trump does this all the time. Never never answers, answers The it. question. No. And you're like No one's talking about Idaho. They just asked you. (laughs) It's all hanging in circles. Yeah. Oh, I know. And, you know, like, I even see this in the corporate world. Like, sir, no, no, no. We didn't even ask that question. Right. What are you talking about? let's bring you back to where we are. Yeah. But we allow it. I remember I had a boss that did that. We allowed it from
0: a whole ass president.
1: We did. (laughs) But I mean, even in an... in a meeting of 30 people and one person's just going, not answering, not even answering questions. And we all sit there texting each, each other, other, rolling our eyes <laughs> in the back of the head. It's hard to turn around and tell Yo, the leader that he sucks.
0: We we mentioned accountability, but I think what goes hand in hand with that is like self-awareness. People who lack self-awareness, that's another... Did I already say I had a... Did I already call something my biggest pet peeve? on this episode
1: on this I don't hour? think so I don't think so
0: well if I did I now have two big pet peeves okay. and the other one is lack of awareness self-awareness
1: yeah I, for I, that sure is, that could be a pet peeve of mine
0: and I especially think people are funny like people who think they're very self-aware but aren't at all that's funny to me too people, you know what's funny to me too sure tell me people
1: who think they're funny and they're not <laughs> fucking funny like fucking
0: I was reading it. not that I even want to talk about them but I was Readed something about trump but it was like it's a shit like trump's so funny but not because he's actually funny like right. we're, we're laughing at the ridiculousness that comes with you mm-hmm. i don't actually find him comedic because he's right. not fucking talking about anything right.
1: <laughs> but you ever been in a room with someone and they're just run their mouth and run their mouth and run their mouth and, their mouth and they laugh at every joke they tell and yeah. everyone's sitting there like what is, yeah, is
0: this joke over yet yeah, yeah. It's, it's my brother so oh my bad slip <laughs> <laughs> no I do know people like that
1: I hate it. <laughs> although I think I'm funny and sometimes I'm probably not funny so I guess it depends on I probably on the hate audience. on myself too at times
0: <laughs> I but that's the thing that's kind of my point is like if I was in a room and I think I'm busting it up and I'm the funniest person and I'm telling all the jokes I would know that I'm not mm-hmm. like I would be able to sense that people were not receiving me well or that someone was uncomfortable or that people didn't want me to talk I'm very, maybe too aware of that. So it's like that person who's talking, 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 and everyone's on their phone, not listening. The fact that that person wasn't doesn't like... Doesn't even... Oh, wait. No No even... one cares. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's mm-hmm. crazy. You know what I really don't understand, though? Tell me. Why can't ex- people accept accountability? I don't understand like why you so can't just it? say, my bad. I really fucked that up. You know what I mean? I made a mistake. I think it's... I don't... A- I didn't know... That. I didn't know it was that way. Or, you know, I didn't mean to do that. Like, that was not my intention. Or, you know what? I meant to do that. Sorry you don't well, like Well, again, it.
0: we said accountability isn't, I didn't mean to do that. That wasn't right. my intention. That's not right. part of accountability. But I do understand what you're saying. And I think part of it is it's, like, equated with failure. I think from the time really? we're so young. I mean, think about this, okay? One of the first big stressors, I'm getting a little queasy now thinking about it, in my life was never missing a day of school like you have to go every fucking day you can't miss you have to get 100 percent attendance it's the biggest thing in your in your elementary school life and i cannot believe that like i cannot believe that we really act as if children don't get sick they don't have appointments they don't need a day where their teacher's not fucking talking their ear off like i
1: there are some kids that do it
0: it, I did it, but that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It has that's crippled me, and mm-hmm. then like it's great that I've never missed a day of work. Right. However, you know, should I have been back to work three days after I got my gallbladder out, or, lifting people's or children, being sick? I don't know. Do right. you know what I mean? There's so many times where I have been sick, and I go to work, and I'm struggling, I'm suffering through it, and for what? Right. Because I'm a failure if I don't go. Because I'm a failure if I take a day off. I know, have you ever, like, say you call out, right? Do you spend the rest of the day, like...
1: Feeling guilty. Yeah. Always.
0: Yeah, like, kind of, like, if you call out and say you have diarrhea, you a little bit hope you get diarrhea just so you can be
1: like, oh my God, I wasn't I've lying. I've never left a voicemail saying, I'm not coming in today because well, I, don't, I have not Well, I've never died, had to leave a voicemail. Diarrhea, so. right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I do feel guilty. Yeah. You know. But um, you shouldn't. I'm getting better at not feeling guilty. Yeah. But I did, you know what I mean? Even when I was 100% sick.
0: You mm-hmm. just feel like you're you not feel... there
1: to do your part. You feel
0: like you're supposed to. I don't even think it's about the specifics of the job, though. I think we feel like we're supposed to be constantly performing.
1: And, and yeah, and and I've learned that other people can do it, whether I'm there or not. It can be done. Yeah, that's true, too. And that that's sometimes is an ego thing. You know, oh, Control. If I'm not there. It won't, it won't happen. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah, this place is going to make it whether you're here or not. It ran for many years before you,
0: girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you're a very important part of it, though. Uh, I know for sure yeah, you are. Yeah, I, I, But I, you're right. It, it ran for a long time. Yeah. And, I,
1: and I had to learn that. You know what I mean? But I've never had a problem calling out. Feeling guilty is a different thing. <laughs> but I but I earned that time.
0: That's the point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I earned
1: that time. It's my money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? And in some corporations now, when you don't use it, you lose it.
0: That's fucked up, too. You don't
1: want to lose.
0: But that's fucked up. Do you yes. think they should be able to take away time that you've earned? No, I don't. Right. You think you should just accrue it, right? Yeah. So if I get 20 days off for the year and I don't use any of them, then in my year two, I should get 40 days off.
1: Right. Yeah. But some, I guess they feel like when, I think they're doing now, at least at our is when you get, you, my team starts to use them. Mm-hmm. You know, they know to use them or they will use yeah, them. using those bitches off mm-hmm. for even, sure. I believe it's even when you're resigning or retiring, you can only get paid out so much. You're going to have to burn those other days to, wow. to, to, or you'll lose it. Yeah.
0: See, that's like corporate stuff that I don't know a lot about because mm-hmm. I've never really been in a corporate world. Mm-hmm. And as far as working for someone, I've always worked in very personal situations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the boss employee thing is so different. Right. You know, but again, that would add to my guilt because most of my families, well, the families I was with long-term, we didn't really have worked in. You know days off we did have certain things in the contract like different clauses of like if they canceled on me within less than 24 hours of they a scheduled date then they still have to pay me absolutely. for the full amount of hours things like that if you do nanny i suggest you throw that in because
1: we that, learned some lessons i learned
0: a lot of lessons being a nanny for a long time but yeah um but yeah i would be in situations where i'd think i had a 10-hour day and then they would cancel on me for whatever reason and i'm like fuck that's right. like a lot of money gone so i I worked that in, um, but it made it difficult for me to call out or anything if I wasn't feeling well, because I'm like, oh, who's going to have to stay home instead? And if they're not going to work, they're missing this. What if they have a meeting? What if it's, you know? Yeah, in
1: your position, it's it's very different. It's different stuff. You know, a daycare, very, very different. Very different. You know, in mine, well, there's a million people.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, some people, I, I don't know. I, I could never not take a day off
0: and we deserve i love my days off days off and i think it's so interesting because there's people like i say older than you but if they look at someone who takes a lot of time off that they earned and deserve they'd be like oh wow what a fucking lazy ass Mm -hmm. and it's like
1: what i have an employee who's been there (laughs) 42 years and he's never called out
0: but like what does he think he gets for that? Like, is he gonna go to heaven and be like, Do you see no, my badge? I, I don't never miss work. I don't
1: think he thinks anything about oh, it. he just
0: doesn't call out. He
1: just doesn't call out. You or know, he was time. he was in the sun. like he's got like three pensions, like he's and he's still working for me. He's just one of those people and I think his wife is the same way. Yeah. That that's just they go to work every day.
0: I wonder what that is though. You know what it's for I
1: mean? me? It's awesome.
0: No, I get
1: it, mm-hmm. but I bet
0: they don't know how to relax, is my point.
1: <laughs> mm. yeah I don't know
0: like that I think I think people put so much energy and emphasis on being a hard worker that they forget to put energy and emphasis emphasis on learning how to chill out you know, and it's funny happy. that you
1: say that because you you a lot of times you, so many times you said to me mom learn relax you fucking chill learn you don't always oh, have to you know what you have something a, you know what
0: you have a bad habit of well you've gotten better over the past couple of years but Paul Paul and I used to complain about this all the time like and I don't know, hold on, let me, tell me, tell the story first. So, cause I can lose myself. You have a bad, you had a bad habit of like getting up on holidays and then like, okay, let's clean the house. And we don't even do holidays at our house, Right. but you'd be like dusting under us and vacuuming while we're watching TV. And I'm like, it's fucking Christmas, dog. Like take a minute. Like we're leaving in 20 minutes to go to breakfast. And I don't know what that, maybe that was a lack of control because you weren't hosting the holiday. And then also when we were with daddy, he used to ruin Holidays, So I don't know if maybe just keeping yourself busy, it was like a way to avoid that mental trigger of what holidays used to be for us. Mm -hmm. But I do, I think like stuff like that is so funny. And and we used to like, I'm like, I wish mommy would just learn to chill. Like it was a long time
1: before you'd even sit through an entire show. Oh, I I still don't really do it, (laughs) but I am getting better at realizing that immaculate means nothing but immaculate. Right. So, there's always going to be another piece of dust and there's always going to be a dish but i think some of that came I don't from even, my mom
0: it's not only just cleaning though like you'll do it with anything you know what i mean like we'll be just, like if you're you can tell that you're trying to just like chill out and relax and then you'll start listing out loud things like, i need to do like random shit
1: yeah <laughs> god i'm supposed to order this
0: yeah i get it yeah mm. you're like oh i could be weed whacking and i'm like you could, but, like, fucking why? Like, you know, you know what it is. But I, I do, I get it. Things need to get done. You know, I'm not saying, obviously, do nothing. Mm-hmm. And we have a landscaper. But anyway, like, I'm not saying do nothing. I'm just saying I think it's, I think it's interesting, the perspective, because the generation difference, where I think people my age have tried to lean in and learn how to take a breath, and we realize how important that is. But for people your age, you've you've lived life very differently. So you're looking at that, like, get the fuck up. And we're looking at you guys like fucking chill, calm down. It's going to be mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a very interesting,
1: you know, mesh. I think a lot of your childhood, I was more, I wanted to make sure that he had no reason to freak the fuck and out. And there was never a day that he couldn't find a reason, no <laughs> well, matter what I did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I rem- it wasn't
0: about you. It
1: wasn't about me. But I remember, I remember a huge fight broke out. Because I did not use matching dishes. The, uh-huh. You know, like when you put sides on the table,
0: yeah.
1: those, those uh, ceramic dishes were not matching. Uh-huh. And that just triggered a, oh, this, yeah. isn't, this isn't how my mom would serve dinner. <laughs> I, I mean, I think things got broken. There could have been a knife involved. Oh, like, yeah. It was a big, big to do. And I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? I cooked.
0: Yeah.
1: I worked. I cooked. Mm-hmm. the kids made it to where they needed to go and I couldn't I couldn't comprehend and to me that shit's crazy what the um, fuck does it matter what color it is when
0: I was living with him alone so I was 14 I got thrown into the railing of the stairs mm. for washing the dishes by and hand put, and not putting them in the dishwasher Yeah, when it was like we, li- it was just him and I living there so they were my dishes so I'm like oh I'll just wash them and put them away and he lost his mind. So I got shit for that one. I also got a lot of shit. So this is crazy. When I lived alone with my dad, it was only for a couple months. I was 14. What happened was we had been living in New Jersey for about a year. I was about to start high school and there was no way in hell that I was changing schools again. Because I had, I had done it a couple times, like in the, the years right before that. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I wanted to go to Lincoln. My dad was trying to push me into going to St. Hubert's, which is the all girls Catholic school in the neighborhood. I knew that we couldn't afford it. There was no way he was going to be able to afford it. And I knew that they would allow the announcer the loudspeaker that I wasn't paid and kick me the fuck out because that's what the Catholic schools did. So I, you know, you got me enrolled at Lincoln. We got it all set up. I moved in with my dad. And the plan was that you were going to move to Philly a couple months later. We were going to get a new place. I'd transition over. What ended up happening was you had lump, you found a lump, whatever. So before you found the lump though, before you and my brother moved back, it was just me and my dad living Together and he decided, like living with my dad. And I know my brother went through this too. Like you're not only responsible Like you would think that at 14 years old, at 15, whatever. I I was probably 14, going into high school. I was just responsible for myself. Do you know what I mean? Like he's working. I go to school. I do my thing. But I was also responsible for him. Like, I had to wash his clothes. I had to clean up after him. I had to wash his linens, different shit like that. And I remember I got in so much trouble one time because I did not properly fold his jeans. The seams were not sitting against each other. And I hadn't, like, folded and pressed them down. Oh, my God. I did not even know you were
1: doing his laundry.
0: Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. I had to clean the downstairs bathroom. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Which, the, our house, like, we, we my dad and I had separate bathrooms because... Yeah. The top floor of the house was the two bedrooms my brother and I shared, and we had our own bathroom, and it's also where the kitchen and the living space was. And then downstairs, my dad had built a bathroom and a bedroom, so we were completely Mm -hmm. separate for the Mm -hmm. most part, unless we wanted to hang in the rec room together. We Mm -hmm. really had our own space. But yeah, he's
1: wild. People are wild. That was control.
0: Everything's control.
1: Because there is no way I could do anything as good as him. Either, like, even no matter what. I mean, I, I could,
0: wonder how many people have someone like that in their life that just makes them feel shitty all the time and makes them feel like they can't do anything right, because it's such an awful way.
1: But to I remember feel. doing that to you and your brother.
0: I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure we've all done that to people, you know.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: but it sucks. I also think though that that constant that beating down, though, of being told that you can't do anything right, that really sits with you it and does. that it carries into other things Mm -hmm. i mean self-doubt anxiety like how old were you when you even learned what anxiety was
1: i um maybe 50 (laughs) i did not know anything i I was experiencing could have been i had no idea i didn't even know like i just i just did what i had to do
0: yeah
1: you know what i mean and i really learned what i think i learned what anxiety was in 2021 when they put me on a vexer and i felt different yeah that's when I thought oh shit
0: I got that too yeah maybe I wasn't feeling good Mm -hmm. Mhm, mhm. yeah I think I was in my late 20s before I was like oh there's a name for this weird shit like this not weird shit but you know what I'm saying like the way I feel I always I don't know I don't know how other people feel I don't know what other people think I don't know what they go through I don't you, you know, like, right. how do any of us know? You only know what you expose yourself to. You know what your family does. You mm-hmm. have a glimpse of what your friends do.
1: So, my uh, symptoms, which I didn't know what they were, would be I would get a really tight chest. I would, yeah. get, a knot, a yeah, I would get a knot. You have a
0: physical Yeah, I would get a knot in
1: my throat, almost to where I couldn't breathe. And then everything would get hot. Yeah. And I had no idea I was going through anxiety. Yeah. You know, and. I remember calling someone in cardiac cath. She was like, Oh my God, you're having a heart attack. And I'm like, Whoa, Whoa. It wasn't a heart attack. It was anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember
0: my first panic attack was when I was in like college. So I had to be my second round of college. So maybe like 24, 25. And then I think it was like 28 ish, probably around either. It might've been when I was in like my bad relationship that I was like, Oh shit this is anxiety and all these different symptoms are contributing to that Mm -hmm. you know just I was saying to you recently I think I was having like a really anxious moment and I explained to you that for me one of the ways my anxiety manifests as if like I'm on stage in front of literally everyone and I do something really fucking embarrassing and now they're all talking about it and everyone knows I fucked up but no one's saying anything to me they're all just like whispering about it and I know you know what I mean and sometimes so that's sometimes how my anxiety manifests like if I leave the house I will legit feel like everyone around me knows that I fucked up but nothing
1: happened oh my god you know
0: like nothing happened it's just a regular day and it's weird because I there's times where I could get through days and not feel anything and I'm like oh this must be what it's like to just function typically but then there are days where I can't climb out of it And I'm just obsessing or the same thing. And I'm just spiraling and spiraling. Yeah. I do that. I'm sure we all do. Mm -hmm. But I also, now that I know that it's, you know, normal, I use that word very loosely. Typical is the word I prefer. uh, It's easier to cope with and it's easier to talk to people about, I think. I think, too, like, the podcast has helped. Publishing my book has helped. I've just really gotten to a place in my life where I'm, like, just say it anyway. Yeah. You know, where I feel like I used to hold a lot of things in, whether I thought they made me sound silly or weird or whatever the case may be. And since now that we have the podcast and the premise is there's no such thing, you know, as TMI, Mm. I just constantly just push myself to say all of it. And I feel like even that is helping with my anxiety. But yeah. you think it would be the opposite. You'd think no, putting think yourself out there I more.
1: I think it's helping with, with me just learning new things. Yeah. But can we go back to normal and typical? Yeah, let's do that. Like, what is normal? What is a normal man? That's what, what I mean. What is a normal family?
0: Well, that's what I mean. There is no right. such thing. Right,
1: right. But that's people why I try to say that. He's not normal.
0: I don't understand the word. Well, I, that's why I'm very specific about the language that mm-hmm. I use. But mm-hmm. not everybody <coughs> is and can be. But part of that comes from you know, working with children and inclusion. And sometimes you don't realize how narrow-minded you're being with your words until, or until you're exposed to someone who's, you know, atypical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't check themselves until their child has a diagnosis or their sibling, you know? And I feel like we could just all just be better. (laughs) We can all just be a little better with our words.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: but there's no such thing as fucking normal
1: there isn't that's why
0: I prefer typical to say typical because (laughs) like typical to me would be regularly what you would expect you know which I don't know what that is in comparison (laughs) to normal or even itself
1: I know I'm not normal you know Uh, what
0: I mean I don't think I know any normal people I don't know (laughs) what that means what else? Do you So what's, what's really, as we're wrapping up, what's really grinding your gears lately? Let's end on like a fucking, let's get this shit out.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, what's grinding my gears is that um, everyone knows that Roe versus Wade was overturned yes, and maybe. that it goes back to the States. Yeah. Now I'm in a state that fully protects me. You know what I mean? Fully protects every woman in this state it with does. no restrictions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: New Jersey. And we have who also,
0: paid family leave, too. Yes. Also,
1: <laughs> they are changing the gun laws again.
0: They're tightening up.
1: Yes. But, damn, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm really annoyed with just the comments. Like, like, like I've seen so many comments from men then they must be re- Republicans the way that they're talking about you know you shouldn't have to close your legs if you don't want to get pregnant just close your fucking legs really <laughs> what There. it takes two people to get pregnant it mm-hmm. takes two mm-hmm. and I definitely had sex without a condom mm-hmm. do, do you know what I mean like daddy and I never used one right you know but I had my tubes tied but it doesn't make anything 100% just the, just how it's Only the woman's job to make sure that she does not get pregnant, and I don't understand that. I that's grinding my gears. I absolutely cannot get pregnant without semen. No, you cannot. I can't. (laughs) You can't do it. Men don't realize that.
0: Oh, they realize it.
1: They're the ones. If that, if you don't spit out a good sperm, men
0: are not used to being regulated. Period. They don't want white men they don't want to hear it but that's the truth white men are not used to being regulated period and now the idea like i i, I don't know i don't even know how to explain it and they don't agree brain, that women
1: should have equal rights
0: that's what they're telling you mm-hmm. and that's the thing i don't understand but even the pick me's even the women who are like oh this is what i wanted praise god like what the fuck are you talking about can i also well since this is what's grinding your gears I'll i'll tag in off of it Abortion and adoption are not fucking interchangeable. Mm -mm. They're not interchangeable. Mm -mm. And even if every woman on this planet gets fucking pregnant and can't get an abortion, it doesn't mean that your dumb white ass is going to get their fucking baby.
1: No one owes you a baby. I
0: cannot believe. Nobody owes you a baby. (laughs) I can't believe that shit.
1: That's rude. I find that. That's another thing that's grinding my fucking gears right now. And also, if you're a
0: woman who's coming from the place of like, I love my child, so I could never imagine getting an abortion. That's exactly why you should believe in choice. Like, if you're a mother, you know that it's fucking exhausting. You know that it's demanding. You know that your life is never, ever going to be the same, no matter what, period. No Mm -hmm. matter what. Once you give birth to that child, everything's different. For you, not the fucking man. Because as we've talked before, as we've talked with women who have come on the podcast, it turns off for men. Oh, I see these comments. Oh, well, they have to pay child support? No, they don't. They don't have to. They don't have to. And- And this is the other thing that kills me with men. Because they're like, oh, the court system automatically favors with women. No, it doesn't. And if you really think that every man that's not paying child support is in jail, you're fucking wrong. Absolutely. They're out here living their lives, getting more women fucking pregnant. That shit's just accruing, 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 okay? My ex is $15,000 in arrears with his Especially,
1: let me tell you something. And this is another thing, ladies, to think about. Especially, so, union men... Men who were in unions. Ooh, girl. Girl, so here's the deal. And I don't have anything against unions. Here's a truth bomb for you. I don't have anything against unions. I support unions 100%. 100%. My team is union. But what my experience was, my paycheck came biweekly. I made an hourly wage. Mm -hmm. Okay. My paycheck came biweekly. The union employee, my ex, Mm -hmm. okay, was able to manipulate the system and only turn in certain pay stubs. Yup. Because they're like subcontractors. They work on specific jobs. Right. And because he didn't file his taxes, Mm -hmm. right, they never had anything to go by. How
0: much money do you think he owes you?
1: Owes me? (laughs) So I can tell you I never followed through with the final court date. Okay. Because, I mean... What's the point? Well, no, no, no. Because my son came crying to me. Oh. Please don't have my daddy locked up. Please don't have my daddy locked up. You're right, I remember, yeah. Yeah, so at that point, it might have been like... He was behind like a year. It was that one year I did it. The following year they were going to, you know, lock him up. I think that was about five grand. But five grand for a year for a kid isn't much money. You know what I mean? I probably spend that in a month.
0: That's crazy. Can you believe some of these amounts that men get away with paying for child support?
1: Yeah. Can you believe this? $78 a week. (laughs) Eddie, you there? For real. It was $78 a week. Your car
0: I'm losing. costs
1: more than seventy eight dollars a week a to fill. Today. Now, this was quite a few years ago,
0: right? Well, but for real, this was a lot of years ago. That's what they Oh, so- she's
1: taking my 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 baby's money. She does You know, she's getting her nails I think done. So- she's getting her nails done on her fucking paycheck. But even so, okay, so here let's let's
0: talk about this. Like Listen. when men say like, oh, the money's not going to my kid; it's going to the house; it's going to groceries; it's going to that's clothes. Your like, kid, that's literally your kid. You know, what the mean? same thing you'd be and paying if, when you like, live there. Even if you're child support is helping me make my car payment my car gets your kid everywhere they need to go
1: gets the groceries Do you know what
0: i'm saying i don't understand that i don't and even so couples who get separated and don't have 50 50 i am not talking about the couples who have 50/50 custody and every and they co-parent well. I'm not talking about
1: that. That's fabulous. I'm though.
0: talking about and they're few and far between in mm-hmm. my personal life. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about women who are bearing the full load and the men have them every other weekend, every weekend whatever and are out here flexing like they're a fucking dad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean like you're not. I'm sorry. I'm so You're not. Like if you're getting your kid forty-eight hours, like every two weeks, every week, every two weeks, there's so much that you're missing. Like there's so much, and I don't mean like oh, you're missing out on precious moments. I mean there's a lot of shit that the full-time caretaker is doing that you're not fucking
1: yeah. doing. You're missing temper tantrums. A lot. You're of missing them. illnesses. You're missing not wanting to go to bed. You're missing nightmares. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Night terrors. Mm-hmm. All the things that happen on a daily basis 24 hours a day you're missing multiple phone calls from schools you're missing doctor's appointments there's so many things that a single parent i don't want to say mother that's, a single parent has to do i know the, men who are single parents oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and i support
0: that and there's science i want to explain this too there is actual science if you go on netflix there's a documentary called babies and there is science that if the male is the sole provider That his brain responds to a child's cry the same way the mother does. Okay? There is no you are not more bio I know it's gonna sound you can hate me if you want, but you're not more biologically or emotionally attached to your child just because they were physically inside your body. Tech by science, by science. The way you personally feel about it, again, I've never carried a baby. But scientifically, If the male is the sole provider, if he's the only one there, then he is ready to respond to that child the same way the mother would. However, if the woman is there, there's something in the man's brain that is not triggered as easily because their total trust in the fact that the woman's going to take care of it. Babe! Again, this is not... Fucking baby's crying! Again, this is not every situation. But I want to say that as well, because the women I've seen opposing abortion, opposing pro-choice, a lot of them are coming from a privileged position where they have good partners, they have parents that are very involved, they have siblings that would be more than happy to watch their children they have friends that tag in and it's like you probably could not be a single mother. Like, you could not do what my mother has done. But you're out here telling other women that they should have to do it. And I don't think people understand the struggle. Like, I don't think people understand that, like, you were buying our groceries at 7-Eleven because that's the only place you had a credit card. That you know would, what I'm well, saying? That would at the gas station. Yeah, and, like, and you had a husband, or at mm-hmm. least a man in the house. But, but it didn't matter. Like, you mm. did everything by yourself. And I don't think people who are opposing abortion, like, have you never struggled have you never struggled well i
1: think what i find is these people who have these sharp opinions and then they say it's it's their god that that confuses me your god ain't my god well there's there's just no way that
0: i mean, god, god does that
1: mean i know you know there's no way that god says that someone who's homosexual is a fucking mistake don't even you know that but i want to go back to you know as what a what a jerk or whatever it was that your dad turned out to be. He did help get up at nights. So we made it during the week, during the week. I did it on the weekends. He did it. So that infancy up, you know, he, but isn't that
0: the same thing as him just having us every weekend? Yes. <laughs> if yes. He's only helping you on the weekends. Yes. He should be helping you during the week. Cause yes. that's when you're both the busiest. And on the weekends, you guys should learn how to fucking relax. Right. But what you guys actually did, Well, I
1: didn't work. I didn't work when you're, when I was pregnant with your brother. Right. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right, right.
0: But that's, mm-hmm.
1: but that's no, different. so that,
0: right. That time had no impact but people on me because I don't remember it. <laughs> you know,
1: men who, who sleep through a cry is a choice. Oh, you I don't, hear, yeah. No, you How hear How can you not crying? hear your baby cry? Yeah, you hear that shit. Especially when the monitor's in your fucking ear. Yeah,
0: you hear it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like I, I've said it a million times, if I hadn't worked for some of the families I did, I wouldn't have even known that men did anything you know what I mean yeah like truly which is weird like I had a dad who cooked and stuff like that but it was never consistent it was never a partnership no it was never it was always just like a cycle it was like oh he's been so great these three weeks he's like super dad and husband and then he was shit for you know four months and if
1: I think about it we never grocery shopped together I did all of that 100% we We didn't do
0: anything family Mm -mm. like Mm
1: -mm. you know but that's what we thought a family was so uh, It just got so... I got so used to being without him because he didn't want to include himself in stuff. Yeah. We just went and did it. Oh, man. On, n- we went to a Valentine's Day dinner, and I drove myself. <laughs> He's like, you left me. I said, no. We were supposed to be there at 6. You got there at 7.30. Oh, my God. I got there at 6. Right. I just... Oh, I know.
0: It's just that blatant disrespect. Like, I don't know. Because men are the first ones that want to yell about you disrespecting them. And then men... Can behave I think it so depends badly. on the man. I People in relationships can behave so yeah, badly.
1: Yeah, and I haven't, I haven't dated or anything in over five years, so I don't really know what's going on out there right now, but I don't have the balls to get out there. I'm just too... It's
0: hard. Let me tell you, I'm like... I'm not. It's very confusing being a straight woman right now because don't get my rants misconstrued. I fucking love men. Me too. I love men. I love the vibe of men. I love being able to laugh with a man. I think men are fucking hot. You know what I mean? Like i love dick i if i liked eating pussy i probably would have already tried it out by now you know what i'm saying like i'd probably be dating a woman because my connection liked
1: or you mean if you imagine you liked
0: well, I've never eaten pussy. Okay. I don't think I want to eat pussy, okay. which is why I haven't tried it either.
1: Okay. I just wanted to make sure
0: yeah. we were all on the same page. Yeah, point. I don't want to, like, connect with a woman get all in the situation, then we get back, and I'm like, psych, mm, so gotta go. Yeah, yeah, not interested. Not doing that. So I'm full. Yeah. <laughs> I had too much of dinner. <laughs> you know? But it, it can be very confusing, because I don't, I don't hate men, you know, but I am a fucking feminist, and I'm proud of that, and I'm not... You know, I'm not going to hide behind and act like I'm not... And I remember a time when I would never ask a man, like, who he voted for or what his politics were. And now I feel like immediately I match with somebody and I'm like, are you racist? Like, how do you feel about Roe v. Wade? Like... Are you cool with gay people getting married? <laughs> like, I want to know now.
1: I agree. I agree, <laughs> I I agree. and I never considered myself a feminist, but I do believe that I am. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. And again, I, no I do not wanted, want. I don't want the. It perception. used to be a dirty word, so I don't think yeah. anybody wanted to be. one. I don't want the perception of this episode to be that it was man bashing because no. we are definitely not man bashing. And again. I We're love bashing
0: men. certain kind of men. Yeah, But I, that's I, I the do. thing. If you're offended, if anything that we say about men offends, if there's even any fucking manly ears around here, I'd be surprised. True. But if anything we say about men offends you, even if you're a woman and you hear the things we say about men and that offends you, like, you're probably dealing with men who behave that way. Yeah. Or you're a man who behaves that way. Because if you weren't, it wouldn't bother you the right. same way when people talk about white people being racist
1: it doesn't bother i you. don't get
0: all worked up because i'm not one of those racist mm-hmm. people and i'm working on learning different ways to be an ally i'm learning mm-hmm. to be a better white person mm-hmm. you know to black people to people of color so i don't get offended by that shit i don't get offended by trans women calling themselves women because they're fucking women i and only got to say one thing me.
1: that grinds my because i started
0: talking did i talk about what grinds my gears instead
1: I don't know, but I have another thing that <laughs> go grinds ahead, my tell ears. Me.
0: We're probably even... Go ahead, we're over time. Go ahead. So I'm
1: having a problem with <laughs> people who are walking on a sidewalk or kids riding a, a bicycle, you know, and someone deciding they don't belong on that sidewalk.
0: Well, how often and, have you seen that? A lot. Like on videos and stuff? Yeah, TV? I'm
1: seeing it where people are like, get out of my fucking neighborhood. Go back where you came from. Well, what from.
0: kind of people are you seeing say those things?
1: Karen's...
0: So, tell us what color they are.
1: They're white women with blonde hair.
0: <laughs> that's and not true. white men. I was going to say, that's not true, because the one you showed me was a mean-ass white man.
1: Yeah. But thank... I mean, I've never... I'm not one of those people who think, oh my God, let me record that. But I wish I was, because I imagine how many things I've missed. Because if people were not recording... We would not know how awful these people are. How awful people can really be. How many times grown adults have screamed at somebody else's child and called them names. Well,
0: people your age and older used to think that shit's the fuck okay. That's the problem. There's Mm. people in your life that are your age that would have no fucking problem going outside and screaming at somebody else's child if they were on their grass. We would not behave that way. Mm-mm. I'd be like, oh, why don't you come inside the fucking gate so you don't get hit by a car if mm-hmm. you're going to play in my yard? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But there are absolutely people who think, I mean, there are people who think their property is, like, their right.
1: But anyway. a sidewalk is not your property. I know it. You know, a neighborhood isn't yours. I get the it. The state doesn't belong to you. Get out of my state. You own the fucking state? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. that The audacity. No, the audacity is The, the superiority. And then here you are, a grown ass man or a grown ass woman attacking a child with your finger in their face. They're frightened. This one little boy was told to get out of the neighborhood and ride his bike in the street because he didn't want him. The child's like responds with, "Sir, if I ride my bike in the street, I could get hit by a car."
0: But this is the other thing too: is that before you got on TikTok, you weren't seeing this stuff, and I would tell you that this was happening. You're like, "Oh, it's not happening as often as everybody says it's happening." That's just what they want you to believe. And I'm like, Mm. "Bitch, get off Facebook."
1: Yeah. <laughs> God, I forgot all about Facebook. I don't even know how to log in. I anymore. doubt you're missing
0: anything. Don't go back. Hmm. Well, we overshared, we overtalked, we overbitched.
1: What else? Yeah. Whatever. And I'm still hot. <laughs> it's hot.
0: Well, it's also hot because I turned the air off because I couldn't have the sound in my headphones and also talk.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with that thing. You know, the
0: studio's not, studio not set up for sound today. <laughs> It's a rough day at the studio. I hope
1: it comes out good.
0: It is what it is. People keep listening. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Sometimes we
0: finish up an episode and I'm like, I have no idea what we talked about. And I have no idea why. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't think anybody's going to care, but... You guys seem to care. It's going really well. It's a lot of fun. And like we said, it's helping us. It is helping us. work through things.
1: I think trying to find things to talk about after that you're be running audible. in your daily life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wish this could be my full-time thing where I could focus just on podcasting and speaking oh, to people. that would be but, beautiful. But, you know, I, I come home and I'm like still trying to unwind, you know? Oh, I get it completely. You too, you know? And yeah. it's like, uh, you yeah. know, not and not that it's hard, it's just that... It's hard to separate it out and say, okay, I have never had a moment to sit down and decide what we were going to discuss. Did I have any topics I I want to talk about? I think people can
0: totally, the one thing I can kind of relate it to is like when you go to therapy, even when you have a ton of shit going on or you know stuff that you should be talking about, you can sit down with your therapist and you're like, eh, and then you get through your hour and you're like, what the fuck did I even say? Like I didn't do any work today, but then eventually you Yeah, I wasn't good at
1: therapy. It's
0: all work. Maybe you just didn't match with your therapist.
1: True, and I think I would be better in person. In person, that's yeah. true. That's mm-hmm. a big, yeah, that's a big factor. But but we're gonna put my therapy aside for now.
0: <laughs> we're gonna put it all aside. Yeah, and I want to and...
1: say thank you to everybody who listens. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, there was uh, this was not a man bashing. I do love Some of men. It was. I do love men. I am single.
0: Oh girl, um, fifty three. Mm -hmm.
1: 53 a couple more weeks took me a second it's fucking
0: birthday month Mm -hmm. up in this bitch it is birthday month we both have birthdays coming up whoop whoop y'all we're birthday neighbors Mm -hmm. maria gave birth to me three days before she turned 20 i did i was such a baby what a year Mm -hmm. happy birthday it's a girl
1: i remember my mom saying nothing will ever be yours again
0: and it hasn't been since, not even your birthday.
1: Mm, that last slice of bread, <laughs> that little bit of cereal. She and that, I appreciate that it. advice was great.
0: No, that's true. That's true. You know what's funny? We're still talking. It's funny. <laughs> but I realize that so much just in nattying. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like no matter this is the difference between men and women. This is the difference right here. I figured it out. Your food. I've solved everything. No, selfishness. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? A woman will sacrifice out of love. She gets down to that last bit she knows like even though I deserve it I deserve this last piece of candy you know Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it to my child
1: I still do that with you You
0: know whereas a dad will take the last piece and put it in his pocket and go hide probably and eat it Uh now I'm not saying I haven't hid candy from the kids i'm, I'm just saying. saying i haven't had
1: candy from you <laughs> you probably still i say. share more now than i did in the past
0: <laughs> uh, my kids this is awful my my older kids all had like severe allergies yeah. so sometimes i would eat, if i was eating something i would just tell them they were allergic yeah
1: it's peanut butter you can't have yeah, it. i'm
0: like you can't have this it's dairy that's right that's it's got my, nuts in it so yeah i am mean, i guess but anyway <laughs> thanks for listening thank it's been you so fun. <laughs> and we will talk to you again next friday thank you